Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Happy Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Hope everyone is doing fantastic out there. Streaming live, Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. We'll talk about a little bit of Instagram stuff and an update uh, on some stuff happening on my account there. Uh, With that, in TikTok, we are about to hit 3.4 million. The most followed, most polarizing man in sports entertainment today, the big guy, Ryback. With six and a half years of no TV time, yet he is the number two most followed professional wrestler, despite not stepping in the ring in several years. Behind only the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, The Rock. Great Khali is technically number two, but he has the whole country of India. and We don't count the Great Khali anymore. I've decided there's an asterisk at the bottom of it. Great Khali is number two, so I'm technically the third. But for purposes of this podcast, I am the number two. Most followed. I am the number one most followed non-actor, despite some of my entertaining segments that I do. Perhaps the most truly entertaining non-actor actor in the world, possibly. It's up for debate. But uh, thank you to everybody on TikTok. The big guy likes to have fun, guys. Relax. 
And uh, we're about we we might we might actually hit 3.4 million during this live. So if you guys could watch the live, share the live. Let's get the big guy to 3.4 million. We're watched anywhere between it could be anywhere from 50 to 100,000 people on the live on TikTok. This show is in six figures listening on all podcast platforms, which by the way, available on all podcast platforms, iTunes, wherever Droid, Android, if that's that that used to listen on that or wherever. iHeartRadio, Pod Podbean, the big guy, Ryback, the Ryback show is available on those platforms. Your iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated on that as well, guys. Five stars, por favor, on that. Uh, guys, The also, the uh, we're streaming live Ryback TV, uh, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and uh, Ryback on Twitter, the live stream with that. But swing over, come over to YouTube. That's where subscribe. Guys, we're on our way to where the channel's growing pretty fast again. On our way to 500,000 subscribers on Ryback TV. Greatly, greatly appreciated on that, guys. Uh, I love you. For that and the and the support, despite all the social media stuff going on, which we'll talk a little bit on an update on that. And uh, but your super chats are where your super chats are brought up on the screen. You are the co-host of this show. The ebb and flow of the shows go where your questions go, ladies and gentlemen. You love me, want to ask a question? Super chat. You hate me and want to try to burn me? Super chat, guys. And we put those up on the screen. Unless it's a really, really just a negative bad thing, then I just take your money and I go, ha ha, meat hook shell shock. Uh, out of Rybackville forever. But that takes a very special, special person to do that. It's only happened several times. Typically, they, the majority get brought up on the screen. This podcast, guys, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors like those other guys. Vegan friendly for all people, men and women, he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. You can save 10%. That's right, 10% on Feed Me More Nutrition and all merchandise on feedmemore.com with discount code RYBACKSHOW10. That's RYBACKSHOW10 at checkout with that, guys. And plus, but wait, there's more. You get a free bottle of our Brain Feed. And if you like on its Alpha Brain, you're going to love my Brain Feed Memory and Focus Support, a $34.99 value, yours free, just for buying anything on feedmemore.com. I should get into voice acting. All right, let's get this. We're hopping right in, guys. Coming in hot today. I saw a super chat up here. Uh, learn up. Like, that font is really hard to read on my screen. The uh, Learn Up Church, oh, thank you very much, just says, hey, big guy. Hope all is going well, buddy. Thank you very much. All is well over here in Rybackville. Uh, an update just to as I, I'm scrolling through and the questions are coming in. Uh, the So if there was a, I've been having a lot of issues, as you know, obviously on Twitter. Uh, it's been all social media platforms in various ways with everything going on uh, with WWE, the legal uh, stuff going on with the Ryback trademark. They are illegally restricting my accounts. They are partners with all these companies. They have done everything in their power. They've had me removed to try to make my life hell and to limit the amount of money I can make um, while this, this whole thing is going on. They uh, like, in, like Instagram, this has been going on since 2016. If you've watched me, listen to me, you've, I've talked about this for years now. So this is nothing new. This is something I've had to fight and hustle and grind to try to find ways around the stuff going on. And the social media companies are very, very non-communicative, communicative communicative with me, but, 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 but spit it out, Junior. Can't even say communicative. 
with me on 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 the matters and they, they oftentimes will not answer very specific questions because of the things going on instagram removed ryback as a marketing uh tool to me to market i used to be an interest on that they took that away in 2017 uh which very very early on into everything that is very rare you'll see somebody who is a public figure and interest be removed as an interest why did that happen WWE did that because we were marketing to people that were fans of me, and it made it very easy to market everything, appearances, supplements, to people that loved me and followed me. So what do they do? Remove that as an interest. Instagram also, now this is another tactic they did. They When I use hashtags, that's a very relevant tool to show up on those hashtags. They were not having me show up. They removed me from that some time ago. Once again, they've done this multiple times. And so you have to ask, why are they doing that? And I've had to open chat after chat. They tell me they're going to get a phone call. They don't call me. I have to close the case. I got to open a new case. And I just have to keep going until I get somebody that, that maybe likes me. I don't know. And then they fix the issue. So I'm now showing back up. Last I checked on the hashtags because they like I weren't even showing up on my own hashtags. Ryback, feed me more, which, by the way, I have over a billion, over a billion views on, on those hashtags on, on TikTok. On Instagram, it is it is almost non-existent very very low and you have to go which i'm as active on everything on all these platforms so this is just giving you a little insight onto the things you think you don't really know like i have to spend hours on this stuff in my free time trying to and there's all these platforms right so just imagine how stressful that would be doing this and that's why they're doing it because they want me to crack and crumble and it won't happen the hashtag hungry we just keep going and there's days that are better than others but i ain't giving up i ain't no little bitch and I'm going to shell shock those motherfuckers one, two, three when I win the Ryback trademark publicly if they choose not to settle. So it is game on. We've only got a few more months left and uh, I've got the pedal to the metal. I found ways around all their trickery and all the BS time and time again. And I will continue to do so because you can't stop. You can't stop the hungry, ladies and gentlemen. Fate is faith the protected are protected and the destiny will be fulfilled one way or the other. All right, Tyler Sugar, Ryback Show regular. Coming in hot with a super chat. Thank you, Tyler. What's up? Was watching the DX segment from 2006 where Coachman put a bounty on DX and noticed that Sheamus was a security guard. I thought it was cool. Uh, wow, that's it. I did not know that. And uh, But that makes sense. That time, WWE, Sheamus would have been either close to getting signed or signed into developmental. I don't know if he was at Florida Championship Wrestling yet. That might have been prior. That could have been, I don't know, maybe that was a show overseas and uh, they used him as an extra. And that could have been actually what led to him getting signed, just going by the years and knowing that I got resigned in 2000, in mm, end of 2008, and was at FCW from December 2008 on until the going to the main roster. It's, yep, yep, yep. What did you do, Skip Sheffield, NXT? Um, but uh, so that would have made sense because Sheamus would have been FCW, I don't think was a thing yet, 2006. Maybe it was, maybe I'm off a year or two, but I, I would have think that maybe was what led to Sheamus getting signed, who, by the way, is, is had a fantastic career and is one of my favorite in-ring opponents. I love I love wrestling Sheamus. All right, we've got a, a spammer in the chat, Meat Hook Shellshock out of Rybackville. Thanks for playing. Go ahead and come on on one of your other spam accounts. Loser. Uh-oh, we've got another one, the Nature Boy in the house. Woo! 
you've just been shell-shocked out of Rybackville. Thanks for playing. You guys go back into your little Reddit forum, regroup, come up with a different game plan. Let's come up with some new names, and let's come back and try to spam the chat some more. You only help my YouTube analytics when you do it. I've, I'm I'm pepped up and ready to I'm fired up today, guys. Uh, good question. Why don't you wrestle anymore? I've never just not talked about this at all. Uh, <laughs> I needed a five-disc fusion and shoulder replacement at 34. That is why I left. I have been very, I have been so open and transparent about what I've had to go through because I want people to understand. And there's been so much lies and BS. You know, I read and people try to say that I'm blackballed from wrestling. And like, and this is very minute, like the same three people. And like these things, I go, what are you talking about? You don't know my emails or my text messages. You don't know what's going on. And they, they, none of these people will actually acknowledge that the injuries or the fact that I've come out and said numerous times years ago when I stopped doing all wrestling and appearances because Sophie had disc disease. disease. So, and I, and I chose that what I loved and makes me happy. I sacrificed hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars in one revenue stream per year in appearance fees and wrestling fees, guys to keep my dog alive, who's going to be 7 November 24th. So you take the truth, and that's 100% the actual truth of why I stopped everything, because I couldn't check her in anywhere. She was paralyzed twice. It is taken. She's had eight surgeries, double-digit ruptures. So, like, that's what happened. And then you have people that push out these lies on this on, on something else that I'm just this big, horrible human being. How can you have a guy that's doing this be that? I asked. Well, because they don't actually want to acknowledge the truth and they want to push out lies. They know that I'm not in the game right now. I'm out. I'm taking care of business. I've got the legal matters at hand. But never once did they mention that. Never once did they mention a successful supplement company. No, 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 no. Because it doesn't fit their narrative. And that's why I say just follow me for the truth because they ain't giving it to you. But I'm, I'm 100% now shoulder. we got a little more work, but it's all timed out well. The legal stuff with WWE goes to decision end of March or sooner. It looks like we might be on track to get that done a little sooner as of right now. Uh, the, the, we're ongoing, everything. I just had a, a quick conversation with my attorney the other day uh, in which we had to submit some stuff based off their testimony. We got them, literally have them by the balls, ladies and gentlemen. And it is, in a, and I'm not backing them. They desperately want me to settle for free. They, they, because they do not want me to publicly win. But I'm not going to settle for free because of everything they've done to me. Hunter's either going to make it right and be a man and fucking call me and talk to me, and I still ain't going to settle for free after that. In which they know that, or it's going to decision. I'm going to win publicly, and I've already told Hunter. I've literally told Hunter this that I will have nothing to do with them for the rest of my life if that is the route they go. If they do not right the wrongs of the past and be a goddamn fucking man and fix the fucking mistakes of Vince, I have no goddamn fucking interest doing any business with you. And that's that. And that's the facts. So that's where everything stands. And we're going to go end of March. I'm a man of my word. I've said it time and time again. But if he wants to be a man and not a tin man, a man, and actually call me and see me in person is what I actually said, him and Stephanie, I would prefer both. Then uh, we could we could take care of business. But no hair off my back. Life is great for the big guy. And there'll be plenty of pro wrestling options once this legal shit is all over. Thoughts on John Morrison. Love John Morrison. Extremely talented. Worked with him briefly when I was in Nexus. And uh, I like him. Great attitude. Great wrestler. Uh, thought his uh, always 
could have been used, uh, utilized in better roles in WWE. I uh, I think it, I, in which I don't know, he's always been involved and booked, uh, but he's never, I've always looked at him as a guy that I, I think could, they could, could, could play any role in the company. Um, and he looks like a million bucks. There's any, I damn near is as ripped and lean as anybody in the game and, and consistently never out of shape. He has his, he's doing the stuff other people have done. And like that, that he's an innovator and, and, and capable of, of like hell, hell of an offensive attack. Right. And I think that he has better psychology that, than, than a lot of the guys that, that do a lot of the same similar moves or right with that. And, but I think he knows how to adjust you know, based off of who he's working in, in, in the crowd, and uh, which is a sign of, of of knowing your audience, right? I've always liked him. He's friends with all the guys I'm friends with. We're not overly close. We follow each other, um, but but I, I've like I've just not been around him, and that that's all that it is. And I, I'm no doubt, like if he would have been in WWE at the same time, he would have been at Hooters with me and Ziggler, probably. You know what I mean? So, and uh, or I'd be at Hooters with them, whatever way doesn't matter with any of that. So, uh, but I, I think he's, uh, I, I don't know why, like a guy like that to me should be being featured in AEW if he's not with WWE. And that that's one of the things like he's, and that's why I wish to, like, I don't know if AEW has a thing where they don't want like, like, like WWE guys, like, man, if you like, if that's like even part of what's going through the thought process, it's like, no, you want the biggest stars and you push the guys that can go and that can perform and play the roles that are going to get the biggest audience. And like I think that is a hindrance. You can never listen to that hardcore negative mark crowd because those guys are watching regardless. So you want the superstars that they're going to watch regardless, and that are going to get the casuals. And it, it takes a group effort on that, and, and good storytelling and whatnot. But I, I like John Morrison. I don't know how else to say it. I think he's extremely talented. Super chat, Robert Nudvig. Nice ice cold Zevia. Hey, Ryback. What's your opinion on the Usos and the tag titles on potentially Sammy and Solo uh, versus Usos? Good storyline. Your fan, Robert K. Uh, I, so I, I did not see SmackDown this week, and I'm not sure if that was something that was involved in the storyline of possibly setting that up. Um, I, though, am all for that at some point in time. And because uh, whenever and you've got a faction like this <clears throat> and you're, <clears throat> they have such a dynamic with Sammy in there, it's such an interesting, it, it adds such an inter interesting dynamic to the group that in, with Roman, I think it, the, the story with that is as long as the titles are in, in the bloodline, does it really matter who's holding them? And as far as from Roman's standpoint, right? They've got the gold. So whether it's Sammy and Solo or the Usos. And so just hearing that, that's what I'm thinking. And that where at, in Roman, in a nice competitive rivalry for guys, Sammy and, and, and Jay, right? That that are having the beef and solo kind of and, and being around Sammy. And like, I like that a lot. And I think it's a way to create tension within the group that's going to get resolved and where then everything smooths over and the bloodline storyline continues with guys outside, right? So I, I I'm all for that. All for that. That that would be great, great, great creative and great storytelling if they go that route with that. 
Uh, Prince says, do you think Austin Theory is buried by his cash-in? Um, no. So, again, you guys, so here's the, it's going to depend on how he's used in, in the future. Uh, so you got to remember, um, and there's been other, plenty of people, a handful, Cena being one of them, right? That, that not cashing in granted Cena was made, so it doesn't matter. He was, he's an exception on that. But the other guys that, that failed, I don't, it, I don't know the exact list off my head, but I know like Sandow never was recovered from it, essentially. They didn't go all the way, which was debatable. Like, should they have pulled the trigger? My thing is if you're going to give them the case, you might as well pull the trigger and give them a run. And, but for whatever reason, you, you too, you can't have everyone cash it in because you got to have that, you know, but I, I, you, that suspense of, 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 of it not being a hundred percent. Right. Um, it's going to, it's going to depend on how he's booked and, and the storylines moving forward. If he's allowed to go out there, heels like him could go out and get beat. As long as they're given opportunities to get their heat back, given microphone time, Miz is a perfect example of that, right? Miz has lost more than anybody, but Miz has been booked on everything and been given storyline after storyline to be a great heel. And he he gets wins at the right time. He's get to he has Maurice with him, or he has some circumstances where he gets he gets wins over big names at the right time. They know how to turn the fire up, crank that fire up under him at the right time. And and so the guy like the Miz is this fantastic career heel. That with, a, with a little baby face run or two mixed in there, but but pre, pre, predominantly a heel with that, right? Because he's given the opportunities. Now, Austin Theory, here's where the, the if he's on TV and he's given another and, he, and he's programmed with Seth Rollins, right? He's given time. He can get heat or he can this and that. He's being booked every week. Uh, he's on every pay-per-view, going from storyline to storyline, get to win in there, here and there. You've got yourself a fantastic heel that you use to get heat, that gets wins at the right time where he has just enough credibility. It's a, it's, it's a balancing act, and they know this. They know this all too well, by the way, with it, right? And it's just a matter if he's in that, in which I don't 100% know if he's in Hunter's circle like he was with Vince's, right? With that, Now, what's not good is if he starts going to TV and he's not being booked, or he goes to TV and he's on main event, and then he's in catering the next week, and then he's on main event again, and then he's in catering for a few weeks. And then he's told, well, we're trying to figure out something for you. Now, that is dangerous. That is where, because you've, you're not, like, not, then, then the conversation starts going with these people. Like, does he need a character change? And this and that. Maybe we should send him back down to NXT. Let him find himself. That would be an example of something that's bad, where th th there's something going on that he, right? So we got to wait and see. I don't think that's the case. I think they're going to continue using him because he can go. And uh, I think he's a guy, they have a lot invested in him with the Vince and, and the heat that, that I think he's just going to, I think he's going to put guys over and in, in he's in, in whatnot. But at some point in time, I think they know that that guy's going to have a good baby face run and they're just letting him, letting him just develop more and more. So it's just a matter if he's used or not. <clears throat> yeah, Corbin was another one, but Corbin's another great hit, great heel. Great heel. He's made the most of every character and he's given microphone time, he's given he's given big storylines. He's given he's given programs with top guys. They've got JBL with them and other I like it. I and that so that's not failing in the sense of you guys this is physical acting and it's just a matter of if you keep getting roles. 
And that's all it is on that. You can't fail. Like, you know, Baron Corbin, how can you fail? And I'm asking you this as wrestling fans. Think about this stuff. When you, How can they fail if they know what they're going to go out there and do? You are a wrestler. You show up to the building. An agent or the Hunter or Vince, when he was in charge, comes up to you and says, this is what we're doing tonight. I would like you to go out there and go and do A, B, C, and D tonight. Okay? Whether it involves quote-unquote winning or losing with that. Every talent knows what they're going out there to do prior. So they can not fail. So that's where it is physical acting. And it's just a matter of going out there and executing your role time in and time out. Did I fail in the main event at Hell in a Cell against CM Punk? I ended the pay-per-view on top of the cage, shell-shocking him on the cage that we rehearsed over and over. We, we went in with Brad Maddox turning and low-blowing me with Punk on me, with, with Punk and, and Brad Maddox pinning me and counting. How did I fail? I knew we were doing that prior to doing that. It's physical acting. And so that is where I need you guys to, it will help you enjoy the product so much more. But again, had that happened and then I disappeared and they didn't use me again. Now we can all agree that booking wasn't great with things and, and, and being red hot and not right. And that's them. They just have to, that we've talked about all that. But as, from a talent standpoint, talent cannot fail in that. If I would have gone out there and not done that finish, I then would have failed to do my job. Do you understand? And that's where I, I talk about pro wrestling and fans, how they look at things. Man, don't get too caught up. in It's characters acting, and it's physical acting, and it's the hardest thing in the world. But it's physical acting at the end of the day. Super chat, Tyler Sugaru again, buddy. If you could main event mania against one of these legends, who would you pick, Hulk Hogan or Ultimate Warrior, if they were still alive, both in their prime? I'm going to go Hulk Hogan, brother, all day long on that. Straight up, one Hulk Hogan. I was a Hulkster growing up. The Hulksters versus the Rybackers. Uh, what is your favorite WWE cash-in? Mine is Dolph Ziggler. I was there for that. And, and me and Dolph have talked about that. The two loudest reactions that night in that building after the, the night after WrestleMania was Ziggler's cash-in and was me uh, turning on Cena to end the show. Uh, and uh, But Ziggler, that cash-in was, was the, I think that was the loudest thing of the night, uh, if I can recall. And uh, with, with my segment, following it at the end of, in which I got to close the show. So um, it was, uh, I was very happy for him on that. And I, and I hope Dolph gets a, gets a good lengthy championship run at some point. Uh, good question to Sammy Zayn in the bloodline, almost give you Owen Hart in the nation of domination type vibes. Uh, I can see why you say that. Yeah. 
I really get those vibes a lot. Glad Sami Zayn is finally being used for something cool. And, you know, Sami's been used in, in cool stuff a lot. Um, you know, the, was it years ago where he was in doing the complaining on TV uh, is where I think he really, really started to shine. Uh, and he probably there was probably stuff prior to that. Um, but I think anyone that knows Sammy inside the business knows how talented he is. It's just a matter of of, of giving guys enough time and in and, and consistent booking. Oftentimes in, in, in wrestling and WWE, it's inconsistent booking where it's stop and go, stop and go. Uh, and, and whether that was a contributed to Vince or, or which, yes on that and that, that now under hunter let's see if there's going to be more consistent long-term booking um where where guys are used and capitalized on when they start getting momentum and i've always said this i'll never understand from a wrestling standpoint if i own a business i don't give a damn what my personal feelings are if i have guys that are getting momentum and going i want to make as much money as possible i'm listening to the people i'm looking at the numbers i'm looking at the analytics and i'm going but we got to find something. Let's keep this going, guys. Layup, less work for us. This is working. We don't have to now try to manufacture something working when we. this is working. And that is where I think wrestling will thrive if they capitalize on that. Uh-oh, Ryback's getting over. What are we going to go do to sabotage this? Let's just take away all his merchandise and have him lose seven pay-per-views. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't cut it, Chief, right? You got to, you know, hey, Zach Ryder's really, really over and did all this stuff and got his YouTube show. And he's got all more followers than anyone on social media. What can we do? Let's bury him on TV week after week. You tell me. How, how does that? That man, it, it, it's absolutely insanity. Rusev Day was the hottest thing going for a while. Let's let's put him in a championship match and have him get beat and then not do anything with him. Hey, I know, let's put him in a cuck angle after that and embarrass him with his wife before we fire him. Hey, let, so if Hunter, if that's going to be the same way they run the business, things aren't going to get better long-term. But if they go, no, we've got layups here. Are we got our talent actually doing their job? Let's reward them. Right? So that's my thoughts on that. Alberta, Canada, what's going on? We've got people worldwide here on the Ryback Show. Did I like working with Wade Barrett? Absolutely. Wade is one of my my good friends. He wished me a happy birthday the other day. And uh, he's uh, he's one of my favorite people. I'm very happy. He's uh, on SmackDown now after his stint on NXT. I didn't think, and I don't think he would have gone to SmackDown under unless things kind of changed the way that they did. And uh, which is a testament that I, and, and according to him, it, it's a very positive, good environment. Um, which was not the case previously. So I'm uh, I'm very happy for him. I'm looking at your questions here, guys. Walter, good to see you. Double W, hope you're all is well with you and your family, buddy. Yes, when the WWE issue and when all that is resolved, uh, it, that's probably all going to time out. I'm working uh, diligently on my shoulder, uh, which I got a lot of work to do today on it. Uh, that significant strides have been made the past month. I'm physically, I'm 295 pounds ripped, jacked, and stacked and, and ready to start going pretty soon. 
I'm training as if I'm, I'm I've never stopped my training as if I was not going to wrestle. I've kept my training and my conditioning. I do my cold tub, my hot tub, my sauna. I keep myself mentally involved and ready so that that way that when the, when everything is ready to go, I just simply, I already, I literally have the game plan and ready to execute. Okay. This is what we're going to do. Okay. This is what I need to do to be ready. And I've got everything in place to keep my time to be ring ready as minimal as possible. And that is, and that is what I've done. So just, uh, I know it's been a long time, it, but you know, there's not a, a, a playbook for all of this. And, uh, for, for needing a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement and getting 19 stem cell procedures and spending hours every single day for six and a half years. I can't, nobody will ever understand what I've had to do. I try to tell you and I, and I, and I know, and I just know it. And I, and I, when I'm doing the work and I'm, I'm just like, man, nobody will ever understand this. I, I'll be able to talk about it. Nobody will actually, and, and that's okay. I understand. And I, it's honestly probably my, outside of what I've done to keep Sophie alive, it's probably my second most proud thing that like in my life of, of what I've been able to overcome. So Smokey uh, Bacon Mix says, how can you be so calm when the WWE is trying to ruin your life, man? They need to be held accountable for their BS. Yes. So I, you got to understand I've done a lot of self-development, uh, a lot of reading, a lot of audiobooks. I have a good amount of experience. I've, I've faced a lot of adversity in wrestling with injuries and different things and coming back from it. Um, that is what they want. You know, and, I, and I've gone off and I do my rants here and there on the things. Um, but I go one day at a time. I've in this, I, I, I've the true value of, of love and happiness. Uh, I've found happiness in the most basic things uh, on life, despite I've got a great life. Uh, but I've I've not taken a vacation. I've not done anything. I've my the, like I am as focused as I've ever been every day and out of the limelight. And I took myself out of that. And I and I just go. I found ways. I, like I know the work I've done to build my supplement company and to build these things. And I go. It's I simply everything that happens is for my favor and benefit. And the truth is going to win. And so I just I give you guys this analogy. It's just a slingshot, just getting loaded more and more and getting pulled back more and more. I'm doing the things that I would do regardless of how great everything was. I am building, I'm building, I'm building, I'm building. So the moment this is all fixed and resolved, all this back content, all this restrictions, all this stuff, all the lost revenue on things, what's going to happen is that slingshot's going to be let go. And it's going to be, you're going to see, I'm telling you in Mark, I've said this over and over. You're going to see such a huge drastic rise in all my numbers on everything and all the back stuff which is just going to make me more money, more exposure. And I've already stayed exposed despite all this stuff going on. So I find the joys in, in finding ways around what they're doing and what's going on and in knowing that I've always been protected and that this is something and then being being able to overcome these injuries. And like I just know everything's going to be okay. And that is what has kept me sane and calm more often than not. Now, don't get me wrong. There's moments... There's moments, you know, man, and I cut promos sometimes on things. It's like, you know, yeah, I'd like to hop on a plane and go straight to Connecticut and go show right up at their place. You don't think that goes through my head? It 100% does. These are bad, horrible human beings. They are literally trying to destroy me. 
what and I, I've talked about this. What if years ago or something, what if I killed myself? That's probably what they would have wanted, right? They don't love me. They don't care about me. I know this. I know who I'm playing against. Even if things get resolved, I know deep down who and what they are. And, and it, it's, it is what it is. And it's not just me. That's how they treat everybody. It's not just me on that. So uh, there's no hard feelings on it. But this is very personal. And, and I just know, I go, I'm going to win. I have the patience and the consistency in the experience of overcoming adversity after adversity to know that I am going to win. And so, and that's why I have no fear telling people what's going on. I don't care about the people that say, oh, you're lying. You're making this up. I've literally posted the, the, the stuff of them wanting my social media, of the things I've done, the, 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 the social media accounts, uh, platforms telling me I'm restricted. This is all stuff. This isn't like, and anyone with half a brain can go and see and look and, you know, so. And, and go. And I, I tell you guys, go look at people that have similar follower accounts and look at their analytics. You'll see the difference. And that is their way. They can't stop me from getting followers. They could slow it down, which they've done time and time again. But they go, well, the next best thing is to hurt his impressions so that he's not seen within his following. Hide him on the hashtag. Hide him from being found. Make it more difficult because the normal person would crack and give up. They would. People wouldn't. Oh, I'm not getting the millions of views or hundreds of thousands of views. I'm only sometimes there's only 100 people in here watching live despite thousands watching all around with it. But a lot of people would, could get, get insecure about that. I don't look at it like that. I go, if I got one person, if I got nobody in here live with me, I will talk for an hour and a half or an hour, and I will find a way to put out a show and to help people one way or the other, talk about stuff that people could use, give my thoughts on things, and keep doing what I'm doing because I know the recipe for success. And they're not gonna, they're not gonna fuck up my meal at the end of the day. So that's how I've I've kept my my cool and my composure. But and I don't wish this on anybody. Yoda says, can you grow your beard out? I'm curious to see how that would look on you. I, I shave my beard every every two or three weeks. Usually every two weeks, I do the beard trim. I've let it grow in a little longer. I don't like the way, I don't like that scraggly beard, mountain man. Uh, I, I just don't like the way like the Daniel Bryan or, you know, that, that kind of beard. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I like, this is the perfect length of, of from how I like how I like my beard I like the consistent look right I don't I don't want the big shaggy I don't think it's you know I I look at myself as, as a okay I can't even say it with a straight face sex symbol and, and a ladies man I like I'm I, I consider myself an attractive man I don't want to do anything you know I'm a very large I could be an intimidating figure I've got to know how to adjust my tone when I'm talking to different people because if I'm too deep, I can threaten people. So I, I know how to lighten it up a little bit. I know how to I know how to adjust my voice. I, hey, what's going on? What's going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to meet you. Nice. To, hey, what's going on? Nice to meet you. With a friendly smile for somebody a little softer, right? I don't want this big mountain man beard scaring people away. <laughs> uh, quick random question: What a who is a better worker, Chris Jericho or CM Punk? 1000% Chris Jericho, not even on, I'm, I'm telling not even close Chris Jericho end of discussion, <laughs> not even in the, not even nowhere in, in the same ballpark. 
Chris Jericho. There was never a Ryback. What began the Vince dislike for you? It was never. I've talked about it. It was all the legal stuff, and it was a matter of playing games. And I stood up for myself with them. They did a very bad thing and forced me to drop a multi-million dollar legal lawsuit against the doctor that messed up my ankle and leg. They literally threatened my job with it. I've talked about this. This is where the, the things, the wrongs need to be made right. This is where a lot of the problems were created. They had that, that bitch Jane Geddes uh, do a lot of it and uh, over a, a, a off-the-record phone call, as she put it, and... Um, that and this is when they put me in the main event and like so everything I've worked for and to overcome and they threatened my career literally threatened me not being with the company if I did not drop that lawsuit and so that was and I played ball and they told me that it would be water under the bridge and it would be smooth sailing and they were going to make it up to me and which they they stabbed me in the back and that is where the attitude for me comes is from that lie because that is messing with my future right and and, and with my problems that I have and I'm probably when I get older can like. Very serious matter. It's 100% illegal, by the way, what they did with it. And uh, and that's why I've stood up for myself on these things and, and how they've treated me and other people, and, and I won't put up with it. So, Vince, they, it's all a game. It's all power. So if you have somebody that stands up for themselves and then against them, and like in very, and after this, I played ball for quite a while. Then once I realized, I go, oh, man, fuck these people. That, you know, it, in him, it's all a game. Dangle the carrot, dangle the carrot, dangle the carrot. He knows my mindset. They were well aware from, they had me, I did interviews all the time. They're well aware of my positive mindset, the secret, the law of attraction, looking at the positive and everything. So Vince sees that and he goes, oh, I can fucking show him that that's not the way it works here. That's 100% what kind of human being he is. Oh, that's how it works in the real world? Well, this is the WWE universe, pal. I can fuck up positivity like that. And that's what they try to do. And I just don't let them. I just shift out of it and go to something else and, but that's that's the the forty eight laws of power that the place was run under. Thank you, Randy. Yeah, no, he goes. The thing is, Ryback, you gave them your blood, sweat, and tears, literally, injuries, and this is how they repay you. It's it's frustrating as a fan to see them hold you back, brother. No, trust. I've gone through all of this, and I appreciate that you understand. And uh, but it's not over. I've been blessed. I've been, I've literally been frozen in time. I felt like I've been protected by God and, and from the powers above. I've been given a second chance at full health and I am going to fuck things up when I get back. And that's, and that's that. So it's like, Hey, yeah, we missed some time here, but we're going to, I'm going to be strong and healthy when other guys are going to be retiring. I'm, 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 I'm in my prime. So I'm not like the time is going to be made up. It's going to be fine. So. And I've got all this other great stuff out of it. I've learned so much. And uh, the truth always wins, man. And the karma, they've all been dealt a lot of karma, these people. They don't even realize why the things happen to them. It's from doing bad things to people. You don't burn the big guy. need to get you up to 1 million subs and you could be a YouTube big guy with a wrestling background. Yeah, we're going to we're on our way to 500,000. The YouTube shorts are doing me well. 
I am uh, growing the channel uh, once again. There's still a lot of things. Uh, I find it on YouTube on the one video I talk about them restricting me on the Burger King video. I don't know if you noticed that. That video took off uh, for the first time. That's the first viral video I've had in years. And I've had chat after chat with YouTube. Even my YouTube shorts, the ones that like, I'll literally put one out and it'll jump up to like 50,000 views right away. And then it just stops. And I go, why would that get 50,000 views and then be frozen? And that and that's what I deal with. Like, a, like TikTok, like I got to redo a lot of my TikToks. You guys don't know this. TikTok just, they don't, not even community guidelines. They literally just freeze my videos that are going viral. And which I, can, I have to literally, I can't do anything. I can't share it. It's not under review. They just, they freeze it. And I got to delete it and then redo it. And then usually they don't do nearly as good the next time that I repost it because that timeline, there's time has gone on. And oftentimes I don't even know unless I'm looking, I got to go look through videos on which ones are frozen. They won't answer why they don't even, they don't even reply back anymore. And I'm a creator on there that gets paid. Like I'm under like their creator thing and I've got contacts. They don't want to answer the questions I've asked. I go, can you please have a phone call with me? I just want to point stuff out to you. Like, Hey, why do you hide my supplement company when I mention it on my post? That doesn't make any sense. It does, though, if you understand what's going on with everything. And uh, it, it, it fucking sucks. But I'm not, I can't stop. If I stop, it's over. If I keep trying, there's always a chance. And, and that is what has gotten me this far. Oh, here's a good question. Yeah, this is a very relevant thing going on. I was wanting to talk about this. I was trying to, this is what I, I was writing down stuff earlier and I, I the Braun Strowman stuff going on from his match with Omos and his tweet, right? That's been kind of a, a topic of debate the past week in the wrestling world. Uh, and you say, I've been seeing videos and articles uh, talking about Braun Strowman, uh, giving a lot of, uh, getting a lot of backstage heat. Any input on that from your perspective? So one, uh a lot of that stuff you can take with a grain of salt. It's dorks talking to other dorks uh, online. So you've got the dorks that have jumped the guardrail that are backstage in WWE texting and calling the other dorks that write the articles and the, the, the pieces of shit out there that make up lies. And, and they, they will create drama and controversy oftentimes for guys just to do it. And they, they it's so stupid. But Braun, and, and knowing in that tweet, Braun was I under Braun was just putting out a sarcastic tweet with that. And and I but I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this on the matter. You never want to do anything, um, it sarcasm or not, where it could be disrespectful to other other wrestlers, right? Um, and and I this is something we all all people do, and I've done it. Uh you gotta understand. So Braun and as all WWE superstars, Braun gets a lot of hate. From, from fans all the day long. I see people that say Braun's a, a wannabe Ryback, getting bullshit on you can't do anything, no moves, can't move. Blah. I see some of the stuff, and I'm just like, everyone gets their own hate, right? So you're dealing with a guy that's probably dealing with getting a lot of hate. He's back on TV. He's getting more hate than he was probably getting than when he was, was away from WWE uh, because instantly the moment you're on TV, that gets cranked up from the people watching you. Right, as well as the love, but that hate. And so sometimes you say things to just kind of burn that crowd, to kind of poke them, to troll them. And I think that's all that Braun was doing. I don't think Braun was trying to be disrespectful to, to high flyers 
or anything like that. And I know Braun. I know Braun well enough to know that. In, but then sometimes you can tweet something and it kind of gets blown out of proportion. And he was and he'd say in the 47 stars. I knew that instantly reading that it's a sarcastic tweet. Sarcasm is one thing on Twitter specifically that that third crowd does not understand. And so, but someone will then take that and try to say that like, oh, he's bragging about how good he is or this and that. It's simply him poking the people that 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 throw that hate and that that you know what I mean. That said, I I think that you can you can say what you want to say and and you could have done it in maybe a little better way. Absolutely, we all can go back and look and say, oh, maybe I could have altered that a little bit and made that. I still think no matter what he would have said, people would have tried tried to find a way. But that's what my thing is in pro wrestling. This is where who cares if he's getting backstage heat? If the guy's making you money and you're like, it's a sarcastic tweet, who gives a shit? What are the most interesting fights in the UFC? The guys that run their mouths. Pro wrestling was built around running your mouth. Mouth. So now the moment you've got guys going out and trying, you want to put out something that's going to get attention, right? Oh, this will get people's attention. That's all that that was. Um, this is going to get, this will get, get some, get views, get likes, get retweets. That's what you want. You want your talent getting that. You want your talent being seen in the right ways within the within the guidelines. He's not insulting sponsors. He's not, he's going out and he's putting himself over. God forbid that. God forbid a guy's confident. Conor McGregor's the most confident, outspoken person. Guess what? He's the most followed and he has he gets the most attention on social media. Now, do we all agree with everything Conor McGregor says? Probably not. I sometimes question. I go when Connor, I see a tweet Connor puts out. And he says, I'm horny. I'm horny, guys. I laughed hysterically with that. Is that something I think that, that maybe is not the best thing to put out? I don't know. I, but I understand it's going to get attention. It's funny. It's him just being sarcastic. We don't know the context of it, right? On any of it. But that's the name of the game on social media. He's not hurting anybody. He's not, he's not posting a naked photo or anything, right? So it's just words with that. And that's where I think. You've got to, if I were Braun and I did that, I would just say, man, everyone fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, let's see how, like, what backstage heat? Like, man, that stuff that oftentimes Melter will say that because his fucking dork producers he talks to or dork referees or, or, or dork whoever, writing assistants, fetching coffee all day. Nothing wrong with that, but, but dorks, just dork, pencil neck little fucking twerps that they, you know what I mean? Get out of here. Oh, Braun's really getting heat. Who's giving Braun heat? Do you think there's a group of high flyers? Do you think Rey Mysterio and the guys, Mustafa Ali, and all the high flyers are sitting in the corners just sipping their coffee? Oh, we're going to get that Braun. He called us floppy wrestlers, flippy floppers. I don't think that's going on. And I, I think it's silly that people, I think oftentimes most talent know that, that, that to, sorry, he's saying he had a 47-star match. Do you not see the sarcasm in who he's talking to in that? So I think, it, and again, this is one of the things that bothered me with pro wrestling. Do you want guys going out and getting attention and, and, and getting noticed? And he's not hurting anybody in that. And are you, who cares? The, the, all that does is if that is true, it's just the flippy floppers that are insecure over the tweet. If I'm a flippy flopper and I read that and I get upset, screw me. That's my insecurities then, not his. Let alone on a sarcastic tweet. Now I'm saying, would I put that same thing up? Probably I wouldn't. No, 
not on that, but I not, I'm not like, I don't know the, the, the context of everything and, and what was going through his head and what he saw, what he was responding to. And like, but I know it was a sarcastic tweet on that. And I, and I don't think it's, you're, and again, this is pro wrestling. This is, it's a business. It's not the, the friends business. It's show business. And you go out there and you perform, you work professionally with, and this is my take on wrestling. If you want wrestling to be the best it can be, I don't give a shit if guys are buddy, buddy in the locker room. All I care about as a promoter is guys respect each other enough to get along and to put together matches and to go make money on that. And outside of that, I don't give a damn if you're playing video games together. I don't care if you're traveling together. I don't care if you're eating together. All I care about is when you're in my fucking venue performing for me, you go out there and be a professional. And that is what being a professional wrestler is about. But you've got a lot of sissies and a lot of pansy boys out there and a lot of people that, that get their panties in a bunch when they read, oh, that's offensive. That's an offensive tweet. Oh, my goodness. What is Meltzer going to say about this? Get out of here. Fucking dorks. <laughs> I hope Randy Orton, uh, yeah, I don't know what the situation on Randy Orton is. Um, but I, I, I know back injury, back injuries. I know all too well, it could be game over. Um, so I hope, I hope he personally goes to bio accelerator. I've, I've said this numerous times and, uh, they, they healed me 100% and I needed a five disc fusion. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't know exactly what Randy has wrong other than a lot of pro wrestlers that the length of career he had and, uh, he's landed awkward in doing that, the, the RKO. And even though he doesn't come down on his ass, he kind of come, he, it's more of a, but still, a lot of that stuff adds up over time. Tyler Sugar, thank you again, buddy, for the super chat. Happy late birthday, big guy. Thank you very much, Tyler. Greatly, greatly appreciated. Time is flying by, my man. 41 years young, prime of my career. 40, 40 to 55 are the, the sweet money-making years where you can really – on top of it, and if you take care of yourself, plant-based, look at Tom Brady, which, by the way, 21-16 uh, victory today over the Seahawks. They're 500 now, first place in their division. Things were not looking good a couple of weeks ago. That just shows you never give up, stay hashtag hungry, and uh, that's what true, true champions do is they stay patient, they stay consistent, they don't give up. They keep trying, and uh, and so and Tom at 45 years old, going on 46 playing playing quality football at the absolute highest level and the buccaneers are they're 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 they're, they're keeping themselves in the picture and they've got a bye week coming up so I'm, I'm hoping get some guys even healthier and stronger ready to go and let's finish out the last seven games of the season We talked about the Logan Paul on the previous Ryback Show archives. Love everything going on with Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Ray, I love Ray, man. And uh, I'm very happy that he gets to have his son. And a uh, very rare thing in pro wrestling to be able to, to do what they've done. And I, I truly hope, you know, man, I, I think it would be really cool personally if they, I would like to see Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio at, at WrestleMania. Um, and I think it would be really cool if uh, have it as intense and heated as possible. 
where you know Ray doesn't want to fight his son, where and Dominic really just just keeps cranking it up that heat up more and more and more and doing more and more and more bad things to where finally Ray can't take it. They have the match at WrestleMania. I think it would be a beautiful opportunity for WWE to show uh, one of the, the a storyline, uh, and I think so many people could relate to this with a father and son uh, in, in, in not getting along uh, and going out there and doing battle uh, in which I would imagine maybe get letting Dominic get the victory, um, but have the moment where at the end Dominic, like a breakdown uh, where they reconcile and, and, and have that moment in the ring at WrestleMania, I think could be a beautiful, beautiful moment uh, in which Dominic would then uh, like, so, so say, and this is just be off the wall booking uh, on top of my head. You've got the storyline. He's with the judgment day there. They finally have the match. Say Dominic gets the victory and say, even it, it's with judgment day interference and Dominic really didn't. And maybe there's a storyline in that where he, he tells them like, I want to do this. I want the victory. I need to know that I can, I'm better than my dad sort of thing, in which they get involved at the end. Dominic does get the victory. Maybe and then not not happy about it. Judgment Day starts attacking Ray, in which Dominic does the babyface turn, cleans house, has the moment with Ray. I think that is a beautiful protects Ray, makes Dominic whole again, and it shows the world that. And I, I think Dominic could be a huge babyface if they do that correctly, if they're ready to. I, I that to me is where I could see that going storyline wise. The the uh, creative creative dork in me. <laughs> But hey, I don't know anything about pro wrestling. I don't know anything about it. Dumb as fuck. Uh, someone says, I know you'll never give up. I know people be hating about you. Uh hating about you you will give up saying trash but i know the hungry where there's a will there's a way hashtag feed me more thank you i always just tell you just look at the people that are saying it they and what they've done and, and they these are people they will not follow they will not they will read things online and they want to believe that and they don't have they, they don't have the internal strength to even accept that they could possibly be wrong on somebody and so they continuously will look for things to to hate about someone Right. And that's what like I get people, they go, all you do is complain and hate. And I go, do you look at my stuff? Ninety nine point nine percent overwhelmingly positive outside. And then the stuff that I got to stick up for myself. What would you do if your social media was being restricted, costing you millions of dollars on things on top of the hundreds of thousands you're spending on legal fees and all the other BS that you need to get fixed? Would you just sit back and take it? Or are you going to fight for your life? It's just common sense with that you know but yet i'm how am i the bad guy in this i'm i'm sticking up for pro wrestlers i'm not gaining anything i'm, I'm being hurt by doing this in the short term but it's going to be better in the long term and i firmly believe what i what i'm doing and uh and the hungry and i it truly will will prevail thank you very much russia thank you for joining the show worldwide ryback world 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 worldwide boats and hoes
Uh, we're going to go ahead and block that guy. You are completely clueless. Ryback, what do you think about Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 39 with Triple H's referee? Uh, I don't think that's happening. I think that boat has sailed, my man. And I think both Austin and Rock, at the, the age that they are, would not, and the expectations they have for themselves, would not put themselves in a position um, to to do. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. If they were, they could be wrong. Do I think they could do it? Yeah, I think they're they're more than capable of doing it, but. I think if they're going to wrestle, I think Austin's going to want somebody like he did with Kevin. I thought that was the perfect uh, way. And I don't know, man, Stone Cold, that was such a great ending and everything. I don't know how you top that. But I, I also know, though, that like if you know you've got one or two more left in you, you know you can go do one or two more. Why wouldn't you go do one or two more? Because once that is done, it's done. Once it's over, it's, he's at that stage. So I... I, I I hope he has. That'd be that'd be awesome to see him do another one. <clears throat> but I also understand if it's time, it's time, and uh, and he'll make that call. And only he knows that. I love Steve. I have nothing but the utmost respect for him, and uh, and I, I'm so happy that like I felt, man. I, I was so happy he'd been out. What is it? Twenty years. What I, I can't even imagine how incredible he must have felt. That whole time. And then how afterwards, how great he, I bet, I bet you there's no better feeling than that first night when it, after he got through that and then, man, I bet you he was as, as good as he's probably ever felt if I had to guess because he, he did it. And then, then he, the, the second night with everything, it was good icing on the cake with all of that. We're going to shut off the uh, TikTok here. Thank you guys. Swing over to Ryback TV to keep watching the show live on YouTube. Though my uh, phone battery, my charger is going to die here. I want to make sure that the live goes up on uh, on TikTok. Thank you, guys. We had uh, 42,000 views live on TikTok here so far, not even counting what he'll do for the rest of the day. So thank you very much on that. <clears throat> Let's see here. Do we have any other questions, guys? Yeah, McAfee took the stunner. Absolutely amazing. My uh, my you, sorry guys, my Instagram just we we're completed one hour, so uh, Instagram always shuts the live off. I like to get those posted and up live. With that, yeah, Pat McAfee took the stunner. Amazing, McAfee man, what a talent he is. Absolutely uh, outstanding performances by him. Everything I've seen. But I will say I I like Wade Barrett on commentary, even though I like Pat McAfee on commentary too. I hope they find a way to, to keep Wade permanently uh, on one of the shows. Uh, I, I like the OC a lot. I'm happy they're back. Both great guys. I do think, yeah, the, the titles, I am a fan of getting the titles on, on both shows. And I understand why they put everything on them, but um, I don't know how long that's going to go on for. I, I would imagine they're going to keep it like that maybe for a while with that 
I don't know. Having all the gold, I understand everything's invested in that, into that group. So, and where it's like, is are they gonna when Roman loses or the Usos is, is every everyone gonna lose on WrestleMania, right? That would be the reset for the group to figure out what what's the next stage, or whatever to whenever that time comes. So, but yeah, I'm a fan of having the, both titles, both tag titles and and Universal and WWE Championship on different people. But I think it's great. I, I, I have no problem with what they're doing. I just think at some point, though, you do need to to get things back on track. Uh, hey, big guy, uh, if talks went good, would you uh, ever work a deal with WWE 2K to appear on video games again? Yeah, that's not by the WWE. And I've done and I've got I've done the things I've needed to do to keep things the way. And that I'm winning all of this. So they, they have abandoned the trademark. They didn't because they don't want to pay me for anything, but I've done the things that I've done to make sure to ensure that, right? So that, but like I'm more than once that I win this or they finally come around and, and, and settle on, on the final piece of the terms, then yeah, 100%. Would I have loved to have been in the video games? Yeah, but I know what I needed to do to make sure that that didn't happen. And, and we, and it's all worked in my favor with that. So, but I think moving forward at some point, yeah, I've been in them. They the pay was absolute goddamn shit for those, so they have a lot to make it up to do. The, they they screwed up my generation over on the video games royally on that royally. Well, I've talked about that time and time again. They you've seen it actually talk where Cena, the 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 guy who's set for life in the room of all young guys. Guys, we got to suck this up for the multi billion dollar company. They made a bad business deal and. We're just not going to be able to pay you guys while you're here in your ter- tenure in WWE for the video games. Nowhere near what we used to pay people. Be good soldiers. Uh, I'll never forget everyone in, there in that locker room. It was like, you piece of shit. Cena sold out. That, that was that was a, a real eye-opener. I was just like, oh. I mean, I get he's a company guy. What is he going to do? I, I, I personally would have been like, look, I don't look good saying this. You guys tell them that. But it is what it is. We've talked about that before. Uh, I've always wanted to know this. Are the championships in wrestling real gold or are they just a showpiece that they have? I think they're all just a replica titles. They, I've, I've had them. I've got my title. It's just a replica title. The TV titles, they're all the replicas. They're not the real thing. Like, they, why would they? Why would you have – somebody would steal those. It could be an extra. Somebody would steal them. Uh, a stagehand. So I think – not to say that they don't have them at Stanford. Maybe they do. I personally, everything that I understand is always replicas, not the not actual gold. What's going on? Hello, hello. Good to see all of you. Yeah, I, I'm a fan if they brought Tamina into the group at some point too. I've talked about that. I think a, a love a love storyline with Tamina and Sammy is absolute money. Where Sammy gets he, where there's a marriage in, in like for Tamina and Sammy a TV marriage, and like like I just think it it's where Sammy's officially in the family. I would I think that I would love to see that, and like it just like everyone there the wedding. 
there's so many different ways they can go with this because everyone's getting over in the group in their own way. They were already over, but they've made this something. It's taken on a life of its own. It's like, it's, I'm all for it. Like, I feel like now, like you're getting, you can do a, a bloodline reality show <laughs> with the bloodline. With that, guys, we're going to wrap up today's show. I've got to get a bunch done here today, but it was good to get on and talk to you guys and, and answer your questions. This was a pro wrestling heavy episode, but that will give my, uh, my editor will be able to get some good clips, I'm sure, from today. So uh, I thank you. Thank you for all of that. Guys, greatly appreciate it. I hope you all have a, a great weekend here. Enjoy uh, the football games if you're watching them. And, uh, and finish up having a, a safe and happy, happy Sunday, happy weekend. And I will be back next week, either Saturday or Sunday, always on the weekend uh, for the recording of the Ryback Show. And we will have a new feeding time, which I have to get done tonight a new feeding time video coming out 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time on YouTube here on Ryback TV tomorrow with that, guys. So thank you, thank you. Uh, and as always, my friends, until next time, stay hungry. Feed me more.